Episode 4VM of The Plate Meeting is a video mini-sode of a TMAX teachable moment. Viewing the video is highly recommended. It can be accessed on CloseCallSports.com. Now, on with the show. everybody and welcome to this edition of TMAX Teachable Moments. We're going to try something new this week. Let us know what you think. It's, uh, it's audio to go along with the video of the plays. And we've got four plays this week and uh, they're all replay reviews. It gives us a little chance to talk about them. Our first play is in Texas where we have a steel play. And he, ben May looks a little awkward on that play, but he's processing what goes on and we'll see why in a second. Now this is a four-man umpiring system. All these plays this week from the big leagues, but you, you're going to get the same position essentially in a three-man system. We're going to talk a little bit about the two-man system in a second, but this play is a steal, and why was he processing the play? Well, because our runner from first base hits the foot of the fielder trying to make the tag and never gets to second base. And there the tag is late on the elbow, but the hand has never touched the base. May, you can see, processes this play perfectly. Sees that the hand hits the foot, trying to figure out, well, what just happened there? And that's why we have a delayed call. There's nothing wrong with processing the play in your mind. I think that's one of the reasons this play was reviewed, because May initially looks unsure. But in reality, he's 100% sure. So we talk about three-man positioning, it's going to be basically the same. But in two-man, what are we going to have on this play? Well, as we've said in previous teachables, do what your assigner or your supervisor says. If your supervisor doesn't want you getting too close to this play, then don't do it. However, if your supervisor or assigner is a little more open and will allow you to drop down and get a little closer so you can get a better look, then, then do it. We're in the business of getting plays right. And I can't begin to... Uh, implore on the umpires that are listening and watching this that I'd much rather get this play right, especially when it's this obvious, than be 30 feet away and get it wrong. However, if you're going to make this call from 30 feet away, then you're going to call safe all day because it looks like his hand stops before the tag comes in. Then you're going to have a shortstop jumping up and down. You're going to have a head coach visiting you. And uh, to be honest with you, um, that's what makes the two-man umpiring system a little bit more difficult. This is great umpiring from May. Um, he has had a fantastic season, and as we get a look at the oven mitt, um, which they say extends, you almost think it should be illegal. If it extends three to four inches off the guy's hand, then uh, it's it's not fair, right? Why not wear an oven mitt that's a foot long? Um yeah, that would just look completely silly, but we're going to see here on the replay review, Gary Cedarstrom points to second base and has out. It's a great call from Ben May, great timing, and uh, we'll get one last look at it. This is what I love about watching these plays. From the naked eye, you go safe all day, then you watch review, and not only is the play reviewed, but it's confirmed upon review. So that's play number one of our TMAC teachables. Let's now take you to play number two. Okay, folks, our next play takes place in Houston where we don't have a problem because we have good communication from our umpiring crew. It's the bottom of the eighth. We have a slicing line drive 
towards the right field line. Now, this is clearly going to be our first base umpire's ball. However, this play takes an unusual turn in that Souza Jr. dives and he kind of inverts his glove to where the second base umpire is going to have a better view. Well, at 16 seconds, we get a great look of Carlos Torres not making a call, and then very subtly we see him looking towards second base umpire because he does not know if it's a catch or no catch. And I could almost be certain that Mark Carlson gives him some kind of crew signal that the ball was caught because immediately following that, Carlos Torres comes up with a catch. So Torres does some fantastic umpiring here. A, he doesn't rush his call which is very, very important. But before that, what puts us in position to get this play right, besides our crew communication, is we take one step on a line drive. We're not running to the outfield, bouncing our head, have no clue where the ball is, uh, whether the ball is caught. We take one step, we get a lean, and we get the best possible view. Sometimes we can't go running 150 feet into the outfield. So what this is a very difficult play to umpire but when we have good crew umpiring in this case the communication by Carlos Torres and Mark Carlson we get a catch we have a review again because much like our first play the call is delayed whenever we get a delayed call immediately the umpires th- or the coaches and players think oh my gosh he didn't call it right away he's not sure this ball is clearly caught in the glove everybody knows and once again we have a confirmed call and just another piece of fantastic umpiring by uh, some of the MLB guys from this past weekend. So, you know what makes umpiring difficult is when you have two things happen at the same time. They say any umpire can separate one thing, a good umpire can separate two, and a great umpire can separate three. And what we're talking about is a play like This that we have in St. Louis, where there are three things going on at the same time. First of all, we have a line drive, fair foul decision. Then we have potential catch, no catch. And then we have two more things going on. Does the fielder touch the base or does he touch the runner before the runner gets back to first? This is the play that you're always glad it doesn't happen to you. And when it does, it separates the wheat from the chaff. This is what separates good umpires from great umpires. And what a great umpiring uh, sequence this is for our first base umpire, James Hoy. Now, what makes this play even more fascinating is it looks like that the fielder touches the runner with the strings of his glove, which don't count. If it counted, we'd have fielders with foot-long strings, and that would be very interesting. But uh, the strings of the glove don't count, so what's determined, what's determined on this play is does the runner get back to first? We all know what's a catch. We all know what's a fair ball. And also, you know, not to be – we didn't mention it. You see the strings kind of touch the runner uh, before he touches the base, and then the glove touches the runner. So this is obviously not going to get flipped. It's going to be a call stands. But what makes this play fascinating to me is that this is where your life flashes before your eyes in a minute. When you have that rocket off the bat and just that split second of, oh boy, I might have to get out of the way and then boom, catch. And then you have the next play. This is what makes you big time. And this is a big time call from a guy that's had a great season and uh, expect to see him in the postseason, James Hoy. Just wonderful umpiring, and I thought we'd highlight this play 
on uh, this week's Teachable Moments. Our final play this week is from San Diego, where we have a runner on second and nobody out. And Hosmer fields the ball at first base and fires to third, where Chris Conroy has an out. But what, whether it's out or safe is not the important thing here, and I, Conroy gets the call right. I want you to take a look at Chris Conroy's starting position and his finishing position. Look at this guy waiting for the call. This is a runner on second base and nobody out and a ground ball to the first baseman. And Conroy's the most prepped guy in the world. Even the third baseman, Myers, looks stunned that there's a ball coming to him and catches the ball like he's in grammar school. Not that there's anything wrong with uh, grammar school baseball, but he is stunned the ball's throwing, but Conroy's ready to go. The only person not surprised on that there was a play at third was her umpire. And that is awesome umpiring. When, uh, when we can be in position like this to have an unusual play, and this is the one we fear because it doesn't always happen the way we think it does. Look at the vision that Conroy has on this play. He is in the perfect keyhole spot. It's the perfect spot to be. A step to his right or a step to his left, he can't see. That's why we call it the keyhole. And boom, we get an out. And let me tell you what, we don't like missing outs. When we can get outs, we love outs. And uh, especially if it means we don't get a call flipped here. And this is the fourth play out of four. It was really a fantastic weekend uh, of umpiring this weekend. And uh, these were some of the plays that, uh, that I thought you guys might like to see. And if it helps you in, uh, in your style, then uh, that, that's great. Just remember, a couple things to look at for this week. Starting position. Let's be prepared at all times. What's our next possible play? Let's not get caught napping. This play can happen in the three-man umpiring system just like it can happen in the four-man umpiring system. And if you're in two-man, it can happen there as well. It's going to be a little more difficult. You're going to be in the middle of the infield on the third base side. And you're going to have to chest a ball and make sure that you always follow where the ball is going. Because if you turn and look to third, that ball is going to hit you in the back of the head. So um, this play is a little more difficult. Uh, but in two-man, if it looks like an out, call it an out. Um, and it just this is just great umpiring. I could watch this play all day. This is what makes umpiring fun. When you see a play, call a play, especially it's unusual like this one. Great umpiring from Chris Conroy. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed uh, this edition of TMAX Teachable Moments. We're going to try to do some more audio for you going forward as we bring you some uh, some great umpiring and uh, teachable situations from the world of baseball. Until next time, happy umpiring, everyone.